This is Rat Pack Radio, the internet radio station that brings you everything from the top hits of music. Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. Two Sports Talk Radio. With the first pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Jared Goff, quarterback. are here for you. WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Come join the pack. Download the WRP Rat Pack Radio app on Google Play, BlackBerry, and the Apple Store. If you're streaming, you can stream us on TuneIn.com Web Radio Central or RatPackSports.com slash Rat Pack Radio. The Underground, discovering hidden talent worldwide. Playing daily on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. Come join the pack. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to... You're listening to the Rat Pack Sports Show, live on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. It's new, it's fresh, it's a slam dunk! You're listening to Rat Pack Sports Show on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Blue, you're my boy! A genius. A man who has a reputation to be the best at what he does. You see, a man has to realize his limitations. You don't know me, and you don't know what I'm capable of. That was a heck of an effort. This house is a prison in the galaxy of this sucks. You free enough. This battle is over. When I say it is over, I will massacre you. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Are you not entertained? I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual. That's how I roll. Offensive fire! Hello? You play to win the game. There's a drive! Way back! It's company! This is my favorite part coming up right now. building another week bring you the best there is in sports talk and entertainment for your ears here live rat pack radio wrpr streaming online rat pack sports and also the rat pack radio wrpr app we're in the building another week and we got a problem but we'll get through it we'll get through it but um, we here uh, Wednesday night, and on the heels of the Super Bowl, which uh, we will we will get into that uh, a little bit later. I'm having all kind of technical difficulties right now, so just bear with me. Because I can't really hear myself, and normally I can hear myself, so I don't know uh, what's going on there. But um, on the heels of the Super Bowl, we'll get into that. Uh, we got NBA as well, and uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, wrestling, AEW, uh, that 
You got college basketball coming down the stretch. Um, we also have we also have the spring league that's getting ready to start. You know, we're at the end of the NFL season now, so we get into some free agency. Um, we already have a you know a few coaching changes here. Uh, one that we'll get into uh, right now because I feel like um, you know we we're gonna get into that because it has something to do with the Super Bowl and I I, I have an opinion I have an opinion on uh, the coaching change even though uh, there's a lot of people out there that feels like you know a lot should fall on the head coach which it should but. Um, there's some things that's been happening. This is not a uh, Super Bowl deal. This is also during the course of the whole regular season that's been issues with, you know, uh, the defense and, and, and not, you know, changing changing things up, so to speak. Uh, I'm in a little. I'm in a sports group. You got a lot of, uh, you know, people in that out of 49er fans. That's Explaining in a little bit more detail on on why, even though you're in the Super Bowl, uh, why the 49ers decided to move on from Steve Wilkes. Now, remember, Steve Wilkes is in his first season as the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Before then, you had uh, D'Amico Ryans, who is now the head coach of, you know, the Houston Texans. So, um yeah, I mean, it's you know, they're in the Super Bowl. They still have one of the, the top defenses in the league. Um, but there's been some stuff going on behind the scenes and, and game day type, you know, preparation and, and stuff like that, adjustments that, that is not being made. But before we go, go on there, um, we're going to just come on now, bring them on in, uh, Rat Pack Sports Show's on Mr. William Graves is online with us right now. What's going on, brother? Man, uh, a lot going on today. A whole lot going on today. Uh, Steve Wilkes getting fired. Um, you know, uh, it's always a tale of two of two stories and everything. And you know, I, I'm before I give my final opinion. On this situation, I I want to I, I want to talk to you, and I want to see what you're feeling and everything, and see where uh like where your head is at as far as this, because uh, top seven defense, Debo, only only six other teams that had a better defense than you. Kind of hard to walk away from that, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, top seven defense. I mean, you know, you're top ten, top ten defense. Uh, I mean, you can't. Dis- I mean, we're at the end of the season now, so you can't really dis. I mean, that that is, it is what it is. Even though it yeah. might, it might still top seven. You know, it to me, it's all about context, right? So. You got a top seven defense. That's what the number says. That's what the number says. But if you're a fan of that team and you watch the games and you saw us, you know, you you saw the team get, you know, throttled at times. You saw the team not be able to stop uh, third down, which, they, you know, Then well, the numbers are just it's just the numbers until you you put it together with the tape and you realize okay you number seven no, no in the number standpoint you're number seven but this tape says we got problems here here and here and right. I I, well, I attribute that to strength of schedule because yeah. when we played when we played teams. That were not as tough. Yeah, they look like you know world beaters. 
when we played the the playoff or championship caliber teams, it's a whole different story. So, you, well, you know, so, go ahead. Well, so well, let me ask you this: Do you think that it's not the fact that Steve Wilkes is not a good defense coordinator because obviously he is? Okay, because look at the look at Carolina. Yeah, can't tell me that he didn't have something to do with that defense. Okay. No, no, he did. We, we he did. He did. But to okay. be fair, the defensive and, coordinator and, this and, year and, and, had and, Carolina well, and, as a top three defense. Right. But now let's look at San Francisco again. Yeah. The uh, another another good defense. So so let let's establish that he is a good defensive coordinator. Okay. Let let's let's establish that because number uh, because the numbers are what they are. Yeah. Now. Do you think that the reason he was let go is because the defense that he was calling did not match the personnel that was on the field and that maybe Shanahan has somebody else in mind that has a defensive scheme that would better Shoot the personnel that they have. Yeah, uh, very, very possible, very possible. And uh, let me, let me go back here because I was just reading about this situation in a another uh, group here, a sports group with um, a couple guys that are Forty uh, er fans. And, oh, and uh, by the way, uh, Derek, uh, really quick, I do need to apologize to you. Uh, went back and watched a couple of plays um, during that uh, four, uh, during that third and fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Uh, man, you you caught it. I thought there I thought there was a spy on the QB. No, and bro. I went back and I I went back and looked, and there there wasn't. No. I, could, I I would I Debo, I would have bet the farm that that he had a spy on yeah you would have thought QB. you would have thought after like the first like three or four times when and, he did orchestrated runs and he was picking uh, up fifteen Debo, Debo, twenty yards I thought he did I I'm sorry man I I truly am you caught it you uh, so so I'm sorry Debo yeah so. Please, um please don't fire me. No. <laughs> no, nah, man. But, you know, and this is this is probably one of the uh issues here with Wilkes remaining a defensive coordinator for the 49ers and uh, you know, going forward because you're looking at this and um you got to look at the future. So if you're in this situation again, you know, you want to make sure you got somebody that that you're on the same page with because I didn't agree what Wilson was doing defensively. Like, your your bread and butter all year, you you know, we know the 49ers, they 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 mix it up in the coverages. They, you know, they bring different uh blitz packages. They put pressure not just rely on the well, front. Well, the first half of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then, you know, the the second half, it was like he came out and it was a different plan of attack. Yeah. And I was like, why, why, what is going on? Uh, why, why, why isn't he pressuring? What I mean, they were still pressuring Mahomes, but I think he, the coverages, yeah, but, the but, coverages but, he was but, playing but, was soft. They was, right, he but was, and that, that, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know, we we're Buccaneer fans, and for a long time, yes, sir. Our defense was predicated on the pass rush. When you know no. you got an elite defensive line, you got Bosa, you got Chase Young, you got the two defensive tackles that get upfield. You know the quarterback only got some time, so much time. Doesn't matter if it's Patrick Mahomes. The defensive tackles are really not that good. So, you know you're going to get there. I didn't understand uh, why they was playing soft in the secondary. 
which was well, allowing them to get easy easy releases, which in the first half they couldn't get anything because they was playing tight, tight man to man defense, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes started scrambling, and he wasn't just scrambling; he was picking up chunks, twenty yards, twenty five yards. He was picking. Uh, Debo, he was picking up five to six yards of run. Yeah, and and they started running he, the zone. He, he, was, he was picking up running back yards. Yeah, and they started they started running the the RPO, and I'm like, okay, so now they're they're orchestrating runs for Patrick Mahomes. Your defensive line is doing the they're doing their job. They're trying to keep him in the pocket. You can't keep you see you, you know Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. So you can't keep them in there every single snap. But they did great for the most part. The problem was when those times that the ends closed them in or the defensive line didn't or the defensive ends jumped in and then he went outside and scrambled, there was no no spy. So now now you're trying to play coverage, a zone coverage or – I don't know what they were doing, but the middle uh, that, of the field that, was just that, wide Debo, open. Debo, hold, hold on, Debo. That, that wasn't a zone coverage. Well, I you mean. Can, you, you cannot, Debo, you cannot look at that coverage and tell me that that was zone. It wasn't man because if it, if it was man, you, you would have been able to have Mahomes yeah, accounted yeah. for. Debo, it was shades of a prevent defense. Oh, he, nah, I agree else. with you on that. I agree with you on that. I do. I uh, do because, agree with you on that. Because that, because Debo, when I when I went back and I looked, dude, there was, and, and there I, was and ten I yards to, off the I ball. Well, well, no, but but look, I pay pay attention. If you go back and you look at some of the plays, pay attention to the corners. The corners, where the corners they were are, are lined up yeah. during the third and fourth quarter versus the first and second. They're playing off. Yeah, way off. Why were they playing off? I don't know. That, that, that's the head scratcher. Why was Steve Why because, was Steve Wilkes having them play off when the defensive line was straight harassed? I mean, it was the first half, I think, up until about – Halfway through the second quarter, I don't think Kansas City had a, a hundred yards of offense. Debo, they barely had fifty. And I'm like, okay, if they keep doing this, this is over. Like the defensive line was straight dominating the line of scrimmage on both run, run, run option. Chase, Chase Young, and and uh, Nick Bosa were having their way. They couldn't block him. So you are you automatically know when you got two defensive ends that are basically unblockable. Blockable. The quarterback only has three seconds. After that, he's on the ground or he he's running for his life. At that point, you got to have your defensive backs like they were in the first half, playing head up, playing tight, tight man to man defense because the ball's coming. Yep. The ball is coming. Well, well, even look, even look at the last play of the game, Debo. Look, look at look at where the corner was at, uh, adjacent to the receiver that caught the winning touchdown. Yeah, way had in. he been playing, had he been playing tight, he would have got that interception. Game would have been over. Had he been on, had he been on him, like like he like they were playing during the first half, the game would have been over. Yeah. Because if you because if you go I I don't know if you can pull it up on YouTube right now or not, but whenever you get a chance, when the play starts, look at where the corner is and look at where the safety is. You talking about on the that game winning touchdown on the on the last play of the Super Bowl? Okay, look at where it was at. Look at where they're at. They say. Safety is safety is almost is almost playing center field, and then you have then you have the quarter played center field too. You can't have two center fielders; you got to have a right fielder. 
Yeah, yeah. Look at where they lined up. Yeah, I just think, I just think, you know, after that, and then when okay, it it's overtime. Kansas City driving the ball. I I I'm saying this to myself because I the whole time. Well, I I was kind of saying it out loud, but you know, talking to the TV. Right. But I was just I just kept saying, "What are they doing? What are they doing? What is what is the 49ers doing? What are they calling on defense? Why? Why are you running this? Why are you not running that? Why you don't have a spy? Why you don't have a spy? Why the defensive backs are playing so far off, man? And and, and like and like I said, Debo, I. I could have sworn I saw a spy on on Mahomes, but when I went back in and, and no I spy. and look, I didn't watch all of the last half of the Super Bowl. I I wa- I watched a few plays, and sure enough, there was no spy. No, there was no spy. There was no spy. I mean, Warner Warner was there a few times, but I don't think he. It was more of a spy. It was more. Uh, it was more but, or less. But Warner what really wasn't playing that spy. No, he wasn't. He was just playing center field, and when Mahomes took off, he just yeah. went for chase. But uh, yeah, there was no. Yeah, I'm he, like he, he 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 was almost pulled to death at what the man almost what yeah the man almost got a, a hundred yards rushing in the Super Bowl at, from the quarterback position. Okay, you're, yeah, you're, it, it, it's time to assign somebody to him. So he won't be able to beat you running because if you assign somebody to him, he don't have nowhere to go. Even if the defensive line is blocked up and he tries to scramble, it's a man right there. But he was just he was just getting loose free, and you was leaving it up to your defensive line to try to run him down because you had everybody and everybody else in. You know, man, man to man coverage, but no, it was cover two. His safety was safeties was playing over top, man to man. There was man to man underneath, and you ain't you ain't even have to do that. Like you could have you could have put Warner on him, had Warner spy him the whole game from the very first time that he he thought that he could start just scrambling. Okay, I got something for you. So. Now we get into the overtime, and it looks like they're playing prevent. And I'm like, bro, you're just going to let them just march right downfield. Like, the whole game, they was, they was on top of them uh, until the fourth quarter when you started playing off, off press coverage. You got away from the press coverage, and you started playing this this – I'm gonna say prevent because that's what it looked like. It, it prevented them from winning, and when uh, Shanahan in the overtime called the timeout because he didn't. Well, when he, he, he didn't when he like called the timeout. I I was like, man, there there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. He called the timeout and he's screaming and yelling at at Wilkes. Uh, basically, you know, what are we running? I don't like this look. I mean, you're playing Patrick Mahomes, and they, they're going down for the game-winning score in overtime. And you got your guys playing 10 yards off the ball. You're giving them free releases. Free releases. And, and I mean, come on, man. So, I can understand why they, you know, why they fired him? This is this is his first year, so he's not, you know, he inherited a talented defense. But if this is just the what we've seen in the Super Bowl was just part of what was going on during the regular season, and well, like like I said, this is why I asked you what I asked you. Do do you think? That the reason he was let go is because Shanahan didn't feel like the defense he was running fit the personnel. Probably, yeah, more than likely, um, that defense is that, that that's a ball hawking defense. So yeah, I don't I don't really understand why 
uh, when you got a secondary that's that's a that's you know uh, ball hawks, why would you just stay back and, and let you know Kelsey and uh, Val Valdez Scantlin and we you know them type of guys Man, get open. Like, I mean, the well, f- first half, Kelsey was well, out. He was Kelsey out of the game. Non-existent. Non-existent, the first half. I, the I, third quarter. I, I, mean, I mean, non-existent. Well, yeah. And, and then the fourth quarter, all of a sudden, he was, he's wide, he's getting wide open now. I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, he a couple of them, he ran some good routes. I give him that. But uh, they, they, ran that, they ran that pick play. About two or three times, and I thought one of them, couple of them, should have been called the uh, offensive pass interference because of the receiver did come in contact with the defensive back, and it was past. It was past. Uh, I think it's got to be past one or two yards past the line of scrimmage, and then it's offensive pass interference. But if it's at the line of scrimmage, it's legal. Well, it, it, it wasn't happening like that, and then. Here's another thing. Um, the Chiefs' offensive line we know is not good. That's part of the reason why Mahomes been running for his life all season. We know they're not that good. We know they can't hold up in the passing game. That's why they don't throw the ball deep like they normally had, partly because they don't have the receivers. Number two, Patrick Mahomes don't have the time to get the ball out there like that anymore unless he's scrambling. That's number two. Well, you don't. Number well, three. So, so here. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Number three. The NFL officiating crew in that game need to be examined because mm. I saw I saw about four, maybe five blatant Blatant holding that cause that was not called, where Bosa was uh, Bosa uh-huh. was, was pretty much getting yoked out. That's a hold. Yeah, that's a hold. Uh, you gotta well, call that play. You well, gotta call it, it, especially during that final drive. Yeah, too. and then there was another one where he uh, the defensive tackle beat his man off the ball, and you could clearly see the offensive lineman basically he's bear hugging his man. Yeah. So I'm well, like, well, what 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 about what about the uh, that one uh, one of the final plays of the game where where the offensive linemen were cleared down in the end zone? Yeah, that should have been uh, what they call that illegal man downfield. Downfield, yes. So technically, that uh, that uh, that touchdown pass shouldn't have counted. As a matter of fact, I think it was on the final play of the game. You had you had. Two all you had two offensive linemen that were practically in the end zone. Yep, they got to be at the line of scrimmage. It's, it's a pass play. They they they, they weren't uh, they weren't that close to the end zone. No, it was on like the seven yard line. Mm, I thought it was like the ten, but yeah, okay, well yeah. we'll we'll go with your seven. We'll it could have been. Let's, yeah, we'll go but, with seven, somewhere around the five or the yeah. seven yard line. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you got uh, offensive linemen, you know here, five here, yards here, past we'll, the line we'll, of scrimmage. We'll even give them. Well, shoot, we'll even give them some credit. We'll say even the five yard line, even if it's at the five yard line, Debo. They five, can't be in the end zone. That's still five yards. Yeah. That's and, and you we all know we we know we got a former Buccaneer tackle that's over there by the name of Donovan Smith. Um. Uh, you know what? I am so glad you brought this man up. Isn't that something that he's got two Super Bowl rings? Well, I mean, I made this comment, you know, a few days ago. And I said, you know, it's not that Donovan Smith was that good because he he really wasn't. Uh, you could go and watch the tape. It's the fact that who who you playing for and the quarterback you protecting. Like we, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. He's he's the golden boy, and they 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 purposely not gonna 
not going to make calls because, you know, you're blocking for Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, it's the soup. It's the Super Bowl, man. You cannot miss. Yep. You cannot miss holding penalties that change the game. Be right like, back. A lot of those holding penalties, uh, doing those plays, those those plays resulted in big plays, big games. And one of them was one of Patrick Mahomes' long runs where he was coming around the edge, and you see the offensive lineman just grab the jersey of the defensive end and, like, almost stop him in his tracks. And I'm like, oh, that's a hold. I'm, I knew, I just knew the flag was coming because it was in the wide open. Like, you, I wasn't even paying attention to him, and I still saw the hold. So, if if the cameras, if the cameras we're seeing on TV could catch it, there's no way. Uh, as an official, which you're standing about ten yards away from the play in the line judge, that's all your job is is to watch the offensive line and the defensive line. So you can't miss miss those calls and, and people you, you know say, oh, you know, this it was a fair it was a fair game. Because I mean those those plays resulted in points. On those drives, which you get a ten yard, you get a holding penalty in a second and second and seven or second and ten. Now it's third and now it's you know second and twenty, or third third and twenty, third and fifteen, you know. But those those are the plays that change change outcomes, and you you have to get them right from the start. Now San Francisco. For for all it's worth, uh, if I'm Shanahan, I'm not kicking that field goal. I'm not kicking that field goal. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose going for it on fourth down. Because people still going to say, yeah, well, you should have kicked it. Well, if, if, uh, if I kick the three and they still go down and score the touchdown, game over. But if I score this touchdown, and now Kansas City has to go down and score a touchdown to, to uh, have the ability to tie it or go for two for win it, that's a little bit harder of a task. But at the same time, uh, you cannot call defense away that Wilkes was calling that defense in overtime. You you basically open the door and just step aside and say here take whatever take whatever you want. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, uh, it was definitely uh, like I said, especially after going back and watching it, it, it was definitely a tell of two defenses, and I can't believe how much difference there was and what and what I don't and what amazes me more is the fact that I didn't catch it when I was watching it off, you know, uh, live and everything like that. I mean, you know, but it, it definitely was. It was a tell of two defenses. And, you know, and the thing is, is that this, uh, this is why I posed the question, uh, you know, is, is the – is the personnel uh, there able to run that are able to run that Wilkes defense? And obviously, they they could run that first half defense, but that second half defense it, it's a, it's almost like it was built for another defense. And you know, I I mean, I wish Wilkes the best. I I think he's a heck of a coordinator. I really honestly don't see why he will not land another job. Um, you know, I just uh it, it it's just really sad that uh that it ended this way because I mean he he's gotten the short end of the stick uh twice. Well, I can tell now, you like I can tell you like this watching San Fran defense this year 
opposed to uh, last season, they weren't uh, as aggressive getting after the quarterback. Like, against against Kansas City, they relied more on the four-man pass rush and, and, and put more men in the coverage. But the, the, the way this league designed, if you can't get to the quarterback now, they were they were in his face and it was making life hard for him, you know, in the first half. But you got to stay, you got to continue to do that. You can't you can't change it up, especially in a in a tight game where you got to get a stop and you go away from what you what you're about as a defensive unit and do do something else, which basically gave. Zero resistance to mm-hmm. the offense. I just, I just couldn't believe it. I was just, I'm, I literally was in here just like talking out loud, yelling, you know, not yelling, but just looking at the TV and saying, "Bro, what, what is, what are you doing? What is going on? Why, why am I watching us play, play defense like, you know?" You the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. I mean, that's that's what Todd Bowles do with our defensive backs, play 10 to 12 yards off the ball. Mm-hmm. But when you know you can get pressure on the quarterback, there's no need to play that far off. There's no need to play that far off. They were getting to Patrick Mahomes. Part of the reason why he had the rushing yards was because he had to, he had to evade the pass rush. So, you got to put your defensive backs in tighter coverage, and then you got to put a spy on Mahomes and say, wherever he go, you go. And and mm-hmm. if they did that, game over. Game over. Well, game over. They, I mean, I know they still have to play the game, but to me, if they do that, it's ball game because, I mean, they had – they had Mahomes on the ropes. They had him on the ropes. No, and the and the the mistake was was giving him a chance. Yep, got to score that touchdown, bro. I mean, I mean and, and, and then they say, "Oh, we didn't know the rules to overtime." Bro, you you shouldn't even mm. said that. That's come on, man. The referees explained the explained the rules to you before you even had the coin toss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard it. So, mm-hmm. how are you gonna say, "Oh, I didn't know the rules"? Well, I know this. I'm just a fan. I wait, wait. Who 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 said that? That's well. Let me let me take this back. I saw this in one of the groups saying that's what uh, some of the players and Shanahan was saying uh, after the game. They didn't know the rules. Now, I always say don't believe all all the memes and stuff that you see on social Man. media. A lot of yeah. them not a lot of them not true. Uh, mm-hmm. But my thing is just to that comment, if that's the case, and the players are saying that, See, the NFL, at the very beginning of the season, very beginning of training camp, sent all 32 teams uh, the new rules for overtime in the regular season and in the playoffs. In the regular season, you play a quarter. If it's still tied, the game is tied, uh, you go on to the next week. But in the playoffs, they have to decide a winner. So, therefore, um you know, you, you got to continue to play, and even by scoring, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, the opposite team get their chance to uh, match your points. So, if I know this, you, you you can't say as somebody that's in the locker room, on the head coaching, on the coaching staff, you can't say, "Oh, we didn't know, we didn't know the overtime rules." Well, Kansas City knew because uh, they even said that if if 
um, Kansas City will the school if not Kansas City, but um, San Francisco had they scored a touchdown instead of kicking the three. Uh, Andy Reid and them boys had an already said, "Hey, if we score, we going for two. We not we not playing for no second overtime." That's what mm-hmm. you got to do. Like, the the whole overtime, San Francisco opted for the ball first, which I thought was stupid. Uh, you never do that. But they opted for the ball first. And then, um, you know, you you go down. You only get three. Now, Kansas City know, okay, all we need is three, but we got four downs now. They're, we're not kicking mm-hmm. the field goal. We got we got four down. So you can call a whole different type of offense when you know mm-hmm. you got four downs to get down there. Right. So well, I you know, and uh, and I and I, I agree with you on one thing. Uh, the whole uh, taking the ball first. No, no, I never. I get. I'd give it to uh, give it to the other team every time, because I because I want to see what I gotta do in order to win this. Well, yeah. I mean, if if I if I take ball first, that means I'm going down to score a touchdown. I'm not. I'm not kicking the field goal. I took ball because I want to. I want to get this thing over with. I'm looking for six points. Yep. Yeah, you're like you're looking for the win. Ain't looking for no tie. No. Come on. We need to learn he need to learn something from Dan Campbell. Because if that was yes, the, sir. If, if that was Detroit, it would have been no doubt. It would have been no doubt. Oh, no. They would have no, went but, for seven but you, points. But you also got you also gotta look. That's Dan Campbell's bread and butter. That that's not Mike Shanahan's bread and butter. Or I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan's bread and butter. Hmm. But so now that we've analyzed the game, let let let's analyze the teams. So we'll we'll start with San Francisco. Obviously, looking for a new uh, new defensive coordinator. Player personnel wise, where do you go from here? Yeah, it's tough. And uh, let me ask you something: Can it? Can you now call this uh, Chiefs team? Or this era of the Chiefs a dynasty? Uh, yeah, somewhat. I mean, was it three, three, uh, in the last five years, something like that? So yeah, yeah, I would say uh, somewhat of a uh, dynasty. I mean, a dynasty in our in our eyes, the definition of it is to win multiple championships in a certain amount of time. So, you know, I would think that's, you know, not uh, so much of a bad thing to have. But, man, I mean, Well, I mean, what, uh, what you what you think, man? Like, I'm, I don't, man. You know, honestly, I'm still, I'm still scratching my head because you, you know we well, watch, man, we watch football a long time, bro. And I was starting to get I mean, that feeling of, man, this thing over. Uh, yeah. I, I mean. I mean, you 
there's nothing really to add to what uh to what you said. You pretty much hit everything. I mean there uh, uh I mean it but I I really have nothing to add. I really don't. Well, um, you you kind of do you kind of doing my job for me, Debo. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let me ask you something: How much longer can this Chiefs team go? I'm gonna say probably about another two or three, and then that's about it. <laughs> Well, because I mean, if you if you look, uh, I mean, there's there's not a lot of high priced guys that are on that team. I mean, you got Pachenko, you got Rice, you got uh, Valdez, uh, Scantley, you got Kelsey. I mean, I I mean that that's that, that's about what you have left for high price guys. I mean, and in all honesty, I mean Valdez. I mean he he's a good receiver, but if he decided to walk, I mean, you you could probably find uh, find somebody else to to mimic that production. I mean, he 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 had good numbers, but they're not irreplaceable numbers. Um, right now, I I'm going to be honest with you. Guys, the limit for the for this era for the Chiefs. Um, hmm. I I mean, um, I I mean, if you if you really look at it, I mean. Debo, as as hard as this is to fathom, you could potentially see Patrick Mahomes at least tie Tom Brady for uh, for Super Bowl wins. I mean, he's already got three, and and I don't even think he's thirty years old yet. No. So. So I mean, I mean it's there. Yeah, yeah, but you know, in football, man, that window is it, it, it takes everybody to uh, you know, well, be a champion. So, well, and see, and that that's what I'm kind of wondering about the 49ers, uh, because that that went that window could be closing. Um, you know, you got Debo Samuel and Brand and uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, you got Kittle. I mean, they're they're. I look. I'm not saying that they're ready for the nurse at home yet, but they're not spring chickens. Christian McCaffrey is not a spring chicken either. I I mean, in all honesty, Debo, uh, that you're talking about windows closing and everything. That window for the 49ers could be closing relatively quickly too. Yeah. So, go ahead. Go so, ahead. uh, question for you: Brock Purdy has he done enough to be the undisputed starting quarterback for the Forty ers Unless somebody special come along, yeah, I think he's done enough. I All think right. he's done enough. Uh, he's been very. I, I, I do. I do too. So. So, uh, what else you got for me, Debo? Uh, I don't know. We covered the NFL. Um, you got anything on like upcoming free agency or uh, anything like that? I know it's kind of early, but uh, I I mean, 
I mean, right right now, Debo, the the from from what from what I'm getting from the people I'm talking to, uh, that that free agency for a lot of teams is a question mark. I mean, right now you got you got speculations, uh, and that and that's about where it's at. Uh, speculation number one: uh, Minnesota's moving on from Kirk Cousins. I don't know who they think they're going to get, but that's what that's that's what I'm hearing is that they is that they may be trying to draft Kirk Cousins as a replacement in this year's draft. Um, a lot, um, a couple of other things um, with. Uh, with with free agency um there there is no real definite talk about any progress with uh Mike Evans and his contract with uh with the Buccaneers um and the thing is is that uh, you know, free agency still is is still uh, a few few weeks away, and everything. So, I mean, they they still they still got time, but I I think I think a couple of people are nervous because I I think they thought that the deal with Evans was going to get done by the end of this week, and it doesn't look that way. But uh, I mean, for me, I wouldn't push the panic button yet because I mean, there's still there's still a lot of time before free agency. Um, the only other real Buccaneer news that I that are free agency news that I have heard regarding the Bucks is. Uh, as far I think, as far as what everybody is concerned, uh, uh, De- Devin White is gone. Uh, I don't. I have not heard them even reaching out to even do a contract negotiation with him, and everything and all that. And uh, with that being said, what what are your thoughts on that? You you've been a really big uh, critic of uh Devin White in his play and everything and all that. Um so I mean I think people are are finally seeing what you've been calling. Um but do you think that it's wise to just let Devin White go and not at least try to get him back in and like try to get him into a position that would benefit us, benefit him, and benefit us. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you know they're done with him. I think they're done with him, and uh, just you know, take it. Well, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do do we uh, do we use our first round pick to uh, draft his replacement or? Uh, draft wise, where where would you like to see Tampa go in the uh, uh, with the uh, first pick with their with their first pick? Yeah, so I don't know, man. I mean, sometimes when you get into the big games, think you have to do something different, and you trick yourself out of uh, you know winning the game. So mm-hmm. you just uh, you just go, you know, going for it. So uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to let me see. Um, yeah. So I mean. Personally, um, 
You just got to be a little bit better, you know, on that side of the ball. And, you know, I don't think we'll be sitting mm-hmm. here talking about any of this. We'll be talking about, hey, I took, you know, I took him at the beginning of the game or I made this bet at the beginning of the season. And, and you know, everybody, for a long, mm-hmm. a long time, everybody always thought that, San Francisco would be the team to represent the uh, NFC, which they they all season they was the best team. But it was a point in the season where people was like, "Man, I don't know about KC. I don't know if they're gonna make it." And uh, this you know this year might be a bad year, but it ended up being you know their year. They got it together at the right time. The team kind of came together, and uh, you know they played. You know they played solid basketball when they uh, when they needed to, and that's that's the name of the game, right? You want to be playing your best when it matters, and that's you know that's the only thing that matters. Um, yep, uh, c- completely agree. Uh, so, uh, what else is on your mind, man? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, hold on, let me get out of here real quick. Um, By the way, uh, th- thoughts and prayers, uh, going out to, uh, those victims of that uh, mass shooting there at the uh, Kansas City Chief uh, Super Bowl parade. Um, that that that's it, it, that's just it, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, you know it's a sad, sad situation. Uh, that happened at the end of, you know, Kansas City Parade. And I uh, hope they, you know, get everybody, you know, that's involved in, in, you know, figure out what the, you know, what the motive was. So, yeah, so... Uh, what we're going to do, because uh, we're going to take a quick break. Yep, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back on the other side. We'll get into uh, a little bit of NBA, and we'll get into whatever else that comes to our mind once we come back from this break. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Rat Pack Sports Show Live, Rat Pack Radio WRPR. I will be back after this.
Alright, alright. Rat Pack Sports Show. We are back. We are live Wednesday night. Rat Pack Radio. WRPR. Back in the building. Bring you in the sports talk and entertainment. We are the Rat Pack Sports Show. And we are back. We here, man. I got my guy. Uh, Rat Pack Sports is on. Mr. William Gray's on the line. Uh, we were talking, you know, playoffs and, you know, diff- that that whole situation that happened there with the game. I got a question for you, Mr. William. What? Yes, sir. Super Bowl. That question you got for me. Super Bowl commercials. Which one was your favorite commercial out of that game? Uh, um, man, uh, uh, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know. Really didn't really pay that much attention to him. If I'm going to be honest with you, um, huh? You know what? It it was, it was probably that commercial with. Uh, David Schwimmer and Jennifer Anderson. I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, there, um, uh, the the Budweiser, uh, the Budweiser one wasn't bad. Um, um, yeah. Uh, I, like I said, um, I, I'll be honest with you, man. O- over the years. The the Super Bowl commercials have just kind of gotten out there. 